0: Fresh takes. Welcome to Don't Evolve I Me, mean, the place like Ash catches Pikachu. We don't evolve; we just level up. And we're doing Invincible Season Two, Episode Two. Fresh takes. Get your fresh takes here, along with Brandon Klein. What's up? Hello, Brandon? back again. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to talk this episode with you. And I, we, I kind of gave you the pretext before you watched it mm. a little bit because I'm like, it's a little as a comic book fan, like when I see an episode like this, I really feel like I enjoyed all of it because I'm like, Oh, I remember that comic. Oh, I remember that comic. I remember that comic, but like as someone who's casual is such a bad word. I don't want to say yeah. casual because you're very much like somebody who a... is uninformed, uninformed, invincible person. You don't yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. going into going it in blind. blind. Yep. I was just like, I I'm really curious what's your thoughts on it. Cause I've seen reviews that were kind of meh. And I'm like, I, I want to know Brandon's. I want to know your thoughts.
1: My my first thoughts was I, I don't understand why people didn't like it. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. I don't know, like the stuff about the Guardians and stuff like that, I thought was really interesting. Like mm-hmm. learning more about their backstories and mm-hmm. you know, kind of seeing what's happening after they're gone, because we never really got anytime with the actual guardians they literally die in the first episode of the first season yeah so you never really get to see a lot about who they are where they come from and stuff like that and getting a little bit more backstory on the other heroes and kind of setting up you know a potential like you know rising of sorts in a way of like new guardians yeah. kind of i think is it- a interesting idea
0: yeah and like this is very much a lore episode. This, Mm -hmm. this episode was giving out the lore and some of it, we'll go through like some of it that I think is like important. I made a list of like, here's the important, like lore bits to really like think about like what's Mm. coming up shortly and not to make it spoilery, but just like, Hey, here's our, like the threats that Mm. are on its way. Cause I feel like this episode was very lore. You could argue filler. I think filler. I don't, is, I don't
1: think I don't think filler is a good word for it.
0: No, I, I, I feel like you could argue filler because, like, it, it's more of a table setting episode. It's more yeah. like, hey, we're progressing the story along, we're progressing these characters along. Like Mark and Debbie, they got to grieve. Like we are seeing, like grieving is part mm-hmm. of their story this season. We're seeing that, but also we have to set up all these other heroes before, like we or all these villains and heroes before we can really get to anything like. Mm-hmm important you know you can't
1: yeah I you can't just feeling... like all of a sudden go in and have these new characters mm-hmm. like the like have them working with the new or like dark what is this dark dark wing dark, dark wing yeah for some reason yep. yeah drawing a blank dark wings like sidekick and stuff like that if all of a sudden that's just hey 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 like hey, hey. hey hey all hey, right hey, his hey. not Let's... his sidekick his assistant his assistant <laughs> My bad. which My bad.
0: We, i will when we get to that part i, I have it <laughs> I feel really um that word is particular. I feel like me and you have association. With <laughs> oh <that>. yeah,
1: <laughs> we have to reveal that story. Oh yeah, but, but uh, oh yeah, yeah, I thought I I well yeah, I just I, I thought that was important. All of that was important. The the Martian dude, or whatever. Obviously, I feel like mm-hmm. that was very important, kind of establishing that and explaining that, and even just learning about the Atlanteans and like, you know, like that they're an actual existing race, kind of thing. You know right. that exists and yeah i think all of that is important for world building and explaining kind of you have what's to, going on
0: you have to marinate the steak
1: i feel like it's really kind of showing the rippling consequences of what happened in the first season as well yeah
0: it shows the consequences but it's also marinating the other storylines you can't just like i feel like these reviewers sometimes like when people watch like oh that wasn't like exciting the plot wasn't there i don't understand what's happening and they're like it's bad i'm like no there's a difference between bad filler and like good filler. And I think if you said this is a good filler episode, I would agree with you on that standpoint. And I wouldn't say like filler is still not the best word for it, but it's like, it's a table setting episode. It's an episode progresses everything forward. It sets up other things. And so like when we get those episodes with like the big moments, it hits tastes harder. better. Yeah. It yeah. hits harder. It tastes better. It, you may, it's, you have not marinate so it's like, ah, oh, that,
1: Okay, yep, that that hits well. Yeah, I think uh I mean, a lot of reviewers it seems like especially when they're talking about like episodes, they they review episodes in like a vacuum. Yeah. You know, they look at it as a very like standalone like if I just watched this with no context, would it be interesting? Probably not. Like if you'd never seen any other invincible episodes before or anything like that, this wouldn't mean a whole lot to you.
0: No, and I hate when reviewers do that. Specifically like I think of like one movie and I actually I think Eric, the reviewer I talked to this summer reviewing movies, he did the, kind of a similar thing with like Infinity War. Like in a vacuum, this film doesn't hold up that great. I'm like, dude, it's not a, like you can't do it it's in a It's not in a vacuum.
1: Yeah, that's not the like, context.
0: Like there, it doesn't set up everything else. No, it it is like the, it's a peninsular episode of MCU. It's mm. the penim- like... You without everything treat- that comes
1: before it it yeah it doesn't
0: matter and that's movies and movies are a little bit different where you do do it more standalone but like when it comes to tv shows you have to put the everything else before it in context you have to think mm-hmm. about the future you have mm-hmm. to think like this is episode two of season two yeah this is probably going to be the slowest episode i'm pretty sure
1: gen v we talked about i think yeah, really exactly. it was in episode two or episode three i feel like I it was
0: said.
1: it was still great but like yeah
0: it was you have to just, you have
1: to have those slower episodes sometimes to kind of set things up and stuff like that. If yeah. it was bing bang boom all of the time, you'd never get a chance to breathe, and you wouldn't appreciate the the big moments as much.
0: Exactly. If it was just big moments, it's just like that. You know, it it becomes more of a shock and awe show rather than like character moments and in building. Mm-hmm. Invincible the comic. This is probably, like, season two is probably during the slowest part of the comic. I will say that. Because the first, like, part of the comic, the first couple arcs, it gets boring initially. Because it's like, oh, typical superhero origin where the show didn't do that. And then yeah, it to the, big, that. the big twist of Omni-Man. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, it's just exciting and interesting. But then after, like, Omni-Man kind of dies down, you get this, like, long stretch of filler comics where it's all about Mark becoming a better superhero. And that's what this ep- this season is really about. It's about him taking on his dad's burden, becoming that superhero, becoming that, that better superhero, being the world's savior, but also making up his guilt mm-hmm. for being involved with it. At the same time, everything else is starting to build up as well. And we get a lot of that in this episode. And I, I will say like a lot of this, I think is filler because I kind of like, I know like what will be, you know, in the future and what, what doesn't. So I, well, you know, think, you know, what will be important. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. But I, that's things fair. can
1: change. They can change that's,
0: things. And there is changes in this one that I will talk about. Hmm. Um, I should have brought up the comic because I'm curious about one of them, but I didn't get a chance to look at it, but I, based off memory, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there. Okay. But Yeah. I will say like, there's some of these parts that just like, I don't know if it will go any further in the show it didn't really in the comic however the the lore building and just knowing like different characters that come up later on in the story is important and it's nice to be like aha i know that i know that i I remember yeah
1: i remember that i remember them talking about that or mentioning that yep i think it's very important yeah makes it feel like it actually is real and not just thrown at you things need to be established breadcrumbs foreshadowing all older. that stuff's important.
0: The grieving of characters, letting them breathe. Yep. Oh yeah. If you just throw them into another thing, it's not they don't breathe. Mm-hmm. It becomes kind of like a Marvel film almost like Thor Ragnarok. Yep. It's still great, but like you
1: know, they didn't breathe. We don't, in we don't need to talk about Thor Ragnarok.
0: I know. I brought it up and I was like, shit, why don't I bring up <laughs> yeah, Thor, don't, us, dude?
1: yeah, don't don't bring First, up Thor Ragnarok, are Thirty minutes later. Well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we'll <laughs> get into another hour long debate <laughs> about Thor Ragnarok. All
0: right. All right. Should we get into it? Yeah. All right. So this episode starts off. They're graduating. They're graduating in high school. Um. And Mark is obviously not there. It's not really. Uh. I feel like this is kind of a common thing. If a superhero is in graduation, he's obviously fighting a villain before. Yep. His name gets called. He's fighting Doc Seismic. Yep. At the Washington Memorial, which is very monument. Spider-Man rep- monument memorial. Yeah, monument, monument. <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah uh, I, I just love the joke right away It's like dude what's with you in like what's with you in national like american national like monuments like why do you keep doing this national mm. treasures i think you called it yeah
1: yeah and wants to destroy or reclaim Mother earth's materials and this yeah and this is like the first
0: of many like plot points i'd say not plot points. First of many like conflicts,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and is an interesting fight. You would think like, oh, this old dude has no chance. He reminds you like the vulture almost, which a homecoming reference, yeah, or the vulture. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But uh, he he puts up a fight. He doesn't really like. He beats him, mm. but not necessarily the greatest way. You you see that Mark is still growing. He's not his dad
1: yet yep he in terms destroyed like, the, right the monument even more in and effort for <laughs> to save him
0: i can fix it no no we got this don't like... touch it yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
0: i don't remember if they had a fight at washington monument i remember like i thought the last time doc Seismic came up with Magma dudes the plot was a lot bigger like he's i think in the comics it was like a Guardians of the Globe situation where like full hands on deck. The Magma dudes were more. I don't rem- remember if it was, I don't think there was a fight between that. So I think this fight is original. And I think the, um, they're shelving, not shelving, but they're not fully utilizing Doc Seismic. But I think that makes sense because
1: we, in the comics, there was like 30, 40 issues. Yep. They have a lot more time think, to kind of delve into random yeah lesser cared about villains and stuff like that but it's good to give them their time and you know show them a little respect Mm -hmm. but at the same time i don't know if anyone cares too much about doc seismic
0: no and his story is small i don't even know unless like they do that storyline in the comic and i'm wrong this is like the second of three instead of first of two um he might
1: come back but i think
0: he might come back still he kind of seems
1: more like a joke villain in a sense he so so is he's a, form- he's a
0: form. he's a formable joke villain like he, yeah. he put up a fight oh I yeah, do, he definitely did but i just like his crazy dude like we're gonna take it back we're gonna take all the crannies like isn't every house made of granite like are you taking all the houses like
1: <laughs> you keep the ones made of wood <laughs>
0: <laughs> like it's just the funny thing good. like we're taking back the ground like dude what okay <laughs>
1: you can he, keep he's... your houses built from trees
0: He's a goofy villain. I enjoyed him in the comics, but he is just kind of goofy, like, not a one-off, but, like, he'll come back, and just, I, this is what I like about Invincible, like, if you see a villain, they usually come back at some point, and it's not necessarily, like, they're this big, like, oh, it's their turn, the shine, kind of like Spider-Man, Batman, and all that, but it's more like yeah. uh Hey, they'll show them here and there. They're not that big of a threat. Yeah, Mark we didn't is... forget about them.
1: They still exist in the Mark's world. Mark's
0: invincible. They're not that great. But, like, for him growing up, they're
1: formable villains. Right. Well, they could definitely teach him valuable lessons about how he uses powers.
0: Yep. Um, so we get a little bit more over the summer. We we're noticing that, like, days are moving quickly in this episode. And there's tension growing between Mark and Debbie. Um, and she's realizing that he is, con- like... He's forcing he- himself to work as invincible and he's kind of like pushing himself through work. She's struggling mm. and he's working for Cecil to kind of avoid uh, Nolan's legacy. Mm. And I would say this is very similar to the comic. Debbie's storyline is very similar. Um, I will say, like, in the comic, she is a lot more drunk and yes. I think that moment is the come, but that to be. St- I think, like, we do show basically that same theme. Like, she's struggling, yeah. she's breaking up furniture, you
1: know. Yeah, she's having all uh, definitely some sort of symbolism with stuff staying open. Yep, I didn't quite, yeah, like trying to shut the mailbox and it just keeps popping back open. And then the cupboard does the exact same thing. She's and trying, trying like, to close Omni Man, she's trying to, yeah, close no that one. chapter of her life, but it, it just keeps popping back up.
0: Yeah. And grief, grief is hard. Like it's Mm. not easy. Like she went through hell. I will say I do like, I just overall like that. Her character is strong. Like, Mm. and like in the comic, I wouldn't say like, I feel like the comic is maybe a little bit more relatable, more, maybe more realistic because I feel like, but like, I think people can
1: be strong in real life. People can handle things you know better if not perfect but they can still handle but things better than
0: in the comic they show her as like completely just gone completely drunk all the time just like hmm. she lost herself and no one whereas yeah. in this one it's like she's she lost herself but like she's also fighting at the same time right and i for i appreciate and i appreciate her doing that and she does fight for her song she's like a hmm. still a very strong character in the comics but hmm. i feel i don't know i feel like in the comics it's I think, like, her completely losing it and being drunk, like, all the time I think is more relatable in that moment because I think, like, if you had a relationship 20, 30 years with somebody and you realize that they only think of you as a pet and that person just, like, nearly destroyed the world and nearly killed your son, like, being, like, completely losing it makes sense. Whereas, like... Yeah. And I will not say, like, it doesn't make sense for this version of Debbie to not lose it. And it, we're still... I think there's still time to show her mm-hmm. completely losing it and like they show moments of it, but it is different from the comic and I yeah. appreciate it at the same time as well as like, I do appreciate it. Like it's a different version of Debbie.
1: Yeah. Going but through it, the, the same there. struggles, but yeah, handling Was it your, is slightly different. Yeah.
0: Any uh, more thoughts on that?
1: Uh, on Debbie? No, probably not. I think we kind okay. of touched on it, I'm
0: yeah all right she confronts cecil we learned that donald ferguson's still alive
1: yeah i was wondering why they showed the little teaser in the beginning it's a good thing that they did that because i would have totally forgot that he even died yeah he died <laughs> they didn't show that yeah um
0: convenient. they haven't revealed i think i know how in the comics I'm, I'm, they kind
1: of, I'm assuming that some sort of clones or something like that would be my guess i'm not gonna say what he yeah is. you don't I'm, I'm, I'm surprised they that they have haven't theory, like revealed yeah. it. That's my theory. Uh, is that I'm still, or he, maybe he's even just like a robot or something like that, like a maid assistant?
0: I'm just really surprised that he's alive and they haven't touched on it yet. Like that's like I was shocked when he died. I was like, wait a second. Like I understand what he is, but I no don't way. understand the death part of it and or okay. like him coming back. I have an idea, but I don't understand. Okay, it. see, they're, um, already,
1: they're throwing you for a loop too.
0: A little bit. Um, so she confronts Cecil learns that he's alive and then she does have her breakdown. She's ripping up. Yep. Um, moving on Eve, they have their party at, uh, Eve's forest house, which it would be dope to just have a party and have somebody yeah, who can
1: just a give you anything. Yeah. Right. Just make like, drinks from acorns. <laughs> like,
0: Hey, I would, I want this special drink here. Like, Okay, um, I'm a, I'm more of a green person. Like, here's all that you could ever yeah, want. Right. Here's a lifetime worth. Like, thank you. Like, you are, like, the greatest. You should do that. <laughs> like, yeah. you can start a whole business. But uh, she she tries to do that. She tries to go to Chicago. She even mentioned, hey, sorry for bringing up Chicago to Mark. Um, mm. She rebuilds an apartment, redoes a park. Um, the construction people are upset, you know, mm. for whatever reason. I mean, it does put them out the it's, work. Yeah,
1: it's yeah, it's it's a complicated thing, I feel like, because the, the point that they brought up obviously was a good point. Like, how do I know it's to code? How do I know that that is built right? Yeah. It is a good point. But
0: at the same time, I'd be like, you should be more accepting of her help. Yeah, she could, I, I like, think
1: it, it should definitely be a scenario where maybe you should work together instead of, you yeah, know, maybe make sure that she's doing it the right way and then allow her to do it.
0: Yeah, because like, why why have a construction crew when you literally could just have one person take a week and rebuild the entire city, right? Like she is her power set is just like very convenient, insane, insane. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it it's there's more to come with Adam Eve. I'm excited for. her. I, I really love her character in the comic. Mm-hmm. Um, her father and her mom, mom just completely does not accept her powers. They're they lost their Uh, father lost a job it seems like it's a one income household i think he kind of blames her
1: for him losing his job even though she wasn't blames her for being a superhero
0: yeah and uh, it went down pretty close to the comics like i wrote that it's different like it's different but not really it's same theme of like the same theme Mm -hmm. um i think it worked a little bit differently but ultimately it's the the same thing if that makes Mm -hmm. sense
1: yeah yeah the same yeah out- outcome yeah exactly Even if it kind of comes out differently literally
0: happen. gives them a golden apple and they're like no we can't accept it. it's, like,
1: it's like just take it yeah
0: like i'm your kid like i'm here i have the ability to make your lives amazing and they just like no no no
1: mm.
0: it is what it is um the stowaway martian from last season who takes the place of russ livingston he struck <laughs> he sucks at being a human yeah no idea. yeah he has a
1: real hard time <laughs> <laughs> i was uh, uh born as a baby human here on planet earth <laughs> <laughs> like immediately like if
0: anyone's like said that you'd be like man you either are a fucking you're alien, alien. Or you're joking?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're an alien like, Aha, i am
0: me. totally joking
1: especially in a world where you know aliens exist oh like, yeah. you would just know immediately <laughs> i like,
0: not like okay you're an astronaut you just came from mars you're acting weird you're an alien are you a martian yeah. like i feel like you should be able to put two and two together you would think
1: but he i becomes... am a little confused about exactly what he is okay without he... i don't want any spoilers or anything like that because i don't i think they, you can they, ask they the like sh- questions because the they data. they show like the martians there because like yep. on the planet but he gets taken by one of those like parasite things that were yes, on the planet, not the yes. Martians. And then it shows him, even in this episode, leaving Mars with all the other Martians dead. Yep. Um, I don't think it's spoiler. So, is he a Martian or is yes. he one of the parasites?
0: Okay. So I'll clear this up. It is not spoilerly. There is a future storyline with this, but I won't talk on that storyline. I will okay. just talk what it's setting up and what we've seen so far. So, Shape Smith what would happen was he took the form of Russ Livington as they were escaping Mars and he escaped Mars with instead of that guy. Oh, so that guy is still
1: there. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense.
0: And he got taken by a hive mind, which they showed in the previews. If any of those hive mind species takes a lesser life form like humans, or basically a species that doesn't have protection against them, then that, species then becomes strong like that one person controls the entire hive mind so the martians were using them as slaves because like without a host they are just simple minded great laborers type of like species but as soon as they take over human they become hive mind they're trying to invade
1: okay. everything so that's like, that sort story of essentially
0: Yes, and there is a storyline with it. um, And we do see setup for that through this episode, which does lead me to believe they're coming this season. And that episode, I think it's going to be later on, is going to be amazing. Yeah. But I think I'm guessing episode seven. So next. Or it's either episode seven or next episode. It really depends how they take part one and part two together yeah that's where it depends i don't i see it going if they go for the longer approach then it's going to be episode seven if i see them doing like a split season approach with two different storylines and angstrom levy is the part one villain then it's happening next episode i believe okay so that's my
1: predictions without going into spoilers right okay that makes that makes a lot more sense the Martian thing and maybe if i had watched uh the older or like the episode again i might have been able to put that together but it's been a long time since i've watched no
0: hey it's a great question because like anyone yeah. who's watched invincible might have that same question and i yeah would,
1: i was confused about that i always want
0: to want to clear that up for
1: anyone yeah yeah no that definitely cleared it up a lot for me and it makes a lot more sense than what i thought oh. was going on oh
0: so. yeah and i i think like when this storyline concludes it's like uh, issue 42 43 i was looking back at my own uh comic catalog because I'm like. I have the Darkwing one that's at uh, mm. issue 21. I have it there, and I have the comic where that storyline takes place. It is pretty fun.
1: I will also just point out uh, real quick that this is the first episode where we see uh, the the city. What's it called? Night City? No, it's not Night. That's from Cyberpunk. Oh, we're getting the... there. Okay, okay. I forget what right, the I city's want, name is. Yeah, yeah. I won't, I won't jump ahead to that.
0: Um, so just... Finishing up on this, I'd say this is pretty similar to the comics. This storyline's pretty similar. Um, we see the Guardians a little bit, and we see Shapesmith joining the current Guardians because he gets inspired. Uh, Guardians need work, a lot of work. Like, they're training. They're not getting back in the field until they are a top-notch team, which, understandable. That makes sense. Yep. Um, And then we see a little bit of... uh. <laughs> I would say if this was the boys, it'd be completely like a porno, essentially. But there's a yeah. very tame version of it. Um, we uh, see Rex walking in the shower and he talks to Kate and he's like, "Ooh, yeah, let me get you some sugar. I, uh, you know, have an owie that needs some kissing. <laughs> Kate's like, no, that's a one time deal. And then she starts moaning and here walks out the immortal.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was I was surprised by that. I didn't <laughs> expect that.
0: I like I saw the sour she kind of like, creepy. And then like immediately once I saw the moaning face, I'm like, oh shit, they're doing this right away. Wait, now this makes sense. This lines up in the comics.
1: Yeah, uh, I was a little surprised by it. It's kind of creepy because he's what uh a million years, years old. old or something. Yeah, he's and she's a like Lincoln. Yeah. yeah, but Wait, like he is a Lincoln. Yeah, he's a Lincoln. Is that a spoiler? <laughs> Wait, no, what? no, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, right. uh, He is he's Abe
0: Lincoln. Um he's a couple other cool. figures too, but Abe Lincoln's like the one I think of. If you look at him, you are like,
1: oh, wait, that makes Yeah, sense. I could yeah, I could totally see that now. It's just a big beefy Abe Lincoln.
0: I will I don't think this is spoilerific, but I er spoilerific is that a word? <laughs> sure, I don't think sure, it's sure. this is spoiler talk at all, but I will say like something in the comics explaining the relationship. He does talk about it. And they'll probably have an episode where he does explain like why he got with essentially an 18-year-old or yeah, she might be a, a 18, kid. early twenties, yeah. a young adult at best. Basically,
1: bas- well, compared to him though,
0: a child. But to be fair, from his standpoint, he talked about it like no one matches him, and so like for him, who never, someone who never ages, someone who always is around, like it's basically eighteen up, and like yeah, they he sees every lover he's ever had, sees dies, so it's yeah,
1: I mean that's fair. There, there's a fair points to be made, but it's still weird.
0: So, but I will say, Kate and Immortal, the they are a thing throughout the comics. Okay, I guess that's spoiler, but it's it's a fun storyline in future, in like the future ones. Okay, so, but definitely like worth mentioning, and I'm happy they brought it in here. Okay, um, so now Cecil, Mark, they're talking. You know, Mark's just going place to place to place. He's just yeah. constantly putting out fires. He goes to. Forget what the city's called. Um, but it's a cursed city. And it's something I'm doing similar in like our own story that we're working on together, where the idea of like the city's just cursed with eternal darkness, and we see Darkwing 2 killing people.
1: Yeah. What was your thoughts on this whole this encounter? Uh I really liked going to the city. Uh, that was interesting. Actually seeing it. And him kind yep. of... And Cecil explaining that it was cursed by the Midnight Man or something like that. I think it was the guy's name. Midnight Mage. That's that tracks yeah, I forget Midnight's how something. they... I forget the story behind it. Yeah. And then encountering, you know, like uh, Darkwing's assistant. Yeah. Assistant? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like that whole in, interaction was interesting. Like the shadow realm was interesting night boy and and Shadow even, powers. yeah even uh even a little bit of like the scariness that uh, mark shows like he, oh, he scares yeah. the crap out of him
0: well you it know? makes sense but like is it like hey i'm gonna stay here and
1: die or um yeah i'm not letting you go basically <laughs> yeah it, was, it i mean yeah it made sense but it was a little like ooh, not very hero no, it's like the way he just kind of like buckled down and was just basically like, Hey, you know, I could have been a bluff, you know, it very well could have been a bluff, but it didn't seem like a bluff.
0: I think it was a bluff, but yeah, the whole point of like, it shows you Mark has the capability of being evil. Yeah. And this How is why, easy it would be for him to be evil. And this moment is like, why it's so important to have episodes like this, because like this, that side of it tees up a lot of things. hmm a lot of things. In this uh, this season alone, and we'll get to why that matters and as well as like future seasons down the road because like there is moments where mark does things as questionable for a hero. Mm-hmm. And that's one reason why I love this comic and probably this show too is there's a lo- there's a lot of like philosophy talk when it comes to how to be a superhero. Mm-hmm. And this is
1: like this is definitely not in, black and white.
0: No, not at all. Um so after he's done with Darkwing, he gets a sign or Cecil's like come come help. And they go to the ocean where there's this like this weird sign, it's glowing, and he has to appease the Atlanteans because
1: Nolan killed Kingfish or whatever. Kingfish
0: or yeah, Kingfish, and by law he has to marry the widow. His widow and have sex with the widow <laughs> and this uh, i'll be honest they uh they threw it for a loop because like oh i remember this comic <laughs> like i remember it. i remember reading it like a couple of times and just like every time i read it i'm like wait why the fuck is this like part of it and like it feels very fillery in the comics but at the same time like it's like the one thing i remember the most where you're like oh he's supposed to have sex with the fish i forgot yeah. about this <laughs> and i think they did it differently too because he went down there like no he just had to fight a kaiju we're not savages
1: yeah yeah, right
0: oh i'm pretty sure that's not how they did in the comic i think he just ran away because he didn't want to have sex with her
1: okay i feel it teed him up for more of a moment
0: yeah but then he battles a kaiju and it i think this is where philosophy comes in right he battles Mm -hmm. the kaiju he gets away cecil's he starts the kaiju starts attacking the Atlanteans because he, he
1: gets freed because of Cecil's missiles.
0: Yep. And then Cecil's like, nope, leave it there. He's like, no, I, I have to save them. Like yep. I'm a hero. I it doesn't matter that like they made me fight this thing, like I do have to save them. And then they call it even. And I think mm-hmm. again, like this just shows who Mark is. Mm-hmm. This whole show is about Mark possibly being dark and evil, and we see many sides of that, but like that At the moment, same time
1: you see these moments too, where he he wants you to be know, a hero.
0: He is a hero. This moment shows it in this movie. Like this is the marination
1: that you see. Mm-hmm. Um, Even against Cecil's orders, he still chooses to be a hero.
0: And that tees up a lot of yep. things right there on its own. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it's, it's big moments. They're teasing, foreshadowing. It's, mm-hmm. it's there. absolutely. Um, then that's kind of like where the episode ends, and then we get kind of a uh, not a end credit scene, but they they do that little like, short.
1: Yeah, I almost walked away. End I did, of the I episode. The beginning part of it.
0: Never mind. We have you know, more to yeah, show they, you. Yeah,
1: they psyched me out.
0: Angstrom Levy, not Levy. I always called him Levy. It's Levy. fucking with me when they're like, Levy. <laughs> like
1: mm, "Yeah, you were wrong, wrong all this time." No, you were wrong, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> did you ask not... robert kirkman what his name was uh it's it's levy yeah yeah
0: yeah I, I i'm okay if as long as it's not like an ong situation
1: yeah but i mean this is made by the creators this isn't a know, interpreting robert kirkman's work this is him
0: <laughs> i know it's just <laughs> it's, it's been levy this entire time. <laughs> just, it feels wrong for me but anyway i'll just correct um, you every time angstrom levy travels to an alternate earth where mark is captured and he learns how they captured him and he gains information mm-hmm. which i'm pretty sure this is like a tease that happened in the comics it's it looked really familiar and it sets up season two so much and i'm so mm-hmm. excited for it because it's all like it's about his revenge it's about him and mm-hmm. i think if they spend season two on him it's worthy and i think that's the direction they're going. but it still might be a part one thing i don't know
1: hmm. but either way thoughts on the episode i i liked it i enjoyed it uh i mean it wasn't like the most exciting or anything like that best episode but you need to have episodes like this in order to really appreciate the other episodes even more agreed what rating would you give it oh, i mean like in the scope of Invincible, at least a three plus, if not like a four minus. I gave I don't it a three. Think plus. It was like, I gave it's it a Definitely three not plus. the best, but I think it's definitely a solid episode. I don't see anything wrong with it.
0: I thought it was good. There's great. Moments. I wasn't bored
1: at all. I mean, it it was entertaining.
0: That that's fair. If you're not bored, you're good.
1: That, well, that's a good sign.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, like we're both ADHD individuals. so You know, like, yeah. if we're bored, it's like, oh, okay. There's something wrong with it but if we're both yeah. like engaged ready like mm-hmm. to watch all of it like and i will say i was that way i am biased towards invincible i want to see all of it
1: mm. yeah i mean I, think, I am too in the same way but not in the same way but obviously i, I am a fan yeah. yeah but
0: i would say three plus just because like it's it's good it's arguably great but i don't think it's like the best it's not like this isn't it's the episode peak. no and like if someone's like this is the worst and episode of invincible of all time i'd be like maybe
1: yeah and if it is then that just goes to show how good the show is if If this this is is the worst episode yeah that's good like this yeah that's a good sign
0: this is supposed to be a slower episode and every every show
1: has to have a worst episode that's just how it works it doesn't mean it's a bad episode just means it's the worst out of what was already there if anything and i don't even know if i could say that i'd have to rewatch the first season again before i can make a claim like that that's fair
0: all right uh A few questions, and then I want to list everything that we're here. All the things that are heating up or like villains to keep in mind, and I might have you add to the list if you can think of something. Okay. So first couple of questions. Thoughts on Mark and Cecil's relationship?
1: Uh, I like it. I think it's interesting. Uh It's an interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Cecil is a very interesting character I, because I, he's... I fucking love Cecil. Because he is like... Like you really feel like he is a good guy, but at the Mm. same time, you understand like it's like he's like the good guy that has to make the tough decisions, you know, that has to to make those choices, and sometimes it's not going to be a perfect outcome every time, but it's going to be a decision made. Oh, for sure, he reminds me of Doctor Strange, and like the last
0: movie that Doctor Strange was in, and so much the the fact that like he's cold, he's calculating. But, like, he is, like, overall a good person. But, like, he Mm -hmm. is cold and calculating. Not reckless, though.
1: No, definitely not. Doctor Strange is reckless. Yeah.
0: But, like, Cecil is... uh, Reserved. Reserved. And I'm excited for that relationship between Mark and Cecil because it, it goes places.
1: Yeah, and I could see it going both ways. You know, I can obviously see Cecil affecting Mark more, but I could also see Mark having somewhat of an impact on Cecil. Yeah. Through it's, his actions, it's wonderful. I'm excited to see it. What's your thoughts
0: on Amber so far this season?
1: Better than last season, I feel like. Uh, I'll say yeah. that again, but I still it doesn't feel like there's a a big part there. It still feels like a very minimal part of what's going on so far. Yeah, she's like the
0: good girlfriend that understands now.
1: Yeah, now all of a sudden she's just like super understanding and
0: yeah, this, but she's still just
1: kind of like there. Yeah, it just feels like she just exists for the sake of existing.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of like her comic counterpart too. I will, I will say that I do like mm-hmm. how in season one they made her like a stronger character because before she was just like a girl. Before yeah. Like this one, like no, she's a girl with hobbies and dreams and like a personality. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll give her that. I mean, yeah, it's just I think in the context, it doesn't seem as important to the big story at this point. Yeah. I also that's like the actress good, who play, her I like the actress who plays her. Z-
0: Zaza Beats or Z- I forget her name? But she plays oh, Domino in yeah. Deadpool Two. She plays.
1: Uh, oh, that chick! Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, she I, think, plays, I think that's right.
0: She's in Atlanta. She plays.
1: She was is was Viv, she in
0: Viv? No, who was
1: the one in the who plays the uh, neighbor in Joker? That wasn't her, was it?
0: No, that's her too. Yeah.
1: Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. She's neighbor too. She's a really good
0: actress. So I I, I like the fact that she's just part of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Thoughts on Kate and Immortal? I think we already talked about this. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. um, It it,
1: weird. Last one. Understandable yet weird.
0: It is weird. It 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 was never not weird. Yeah. (laughs) Thoughts on Debbie and Mark's depression and them going through grief in the the, just like that adventure for continuing this episode.
1: It's realistic it's understandable yeah. it's you know it's a pretty big trauma that they both went through
0: i love the fact that they're just showing it because mm. i feel we brought up for ragnarok already but i not bringing up that one not bringing up that movies in particular i feel like this is something that like doesn't get too much light we do with iron man and uh iron man 3 after your yeah. We get that a little bit. We get even Loki touched on it a little bit, um, but hmm. we don't get it a lot. We don't see it for a long time where we no, Yeah. We, like even end game after infinity where we see it, but we don't see it for a long time. Whereas like, yeah. no, this is like, this is just, they're grieving this season.
1: It, it, I mean, it definitely, it feels a lot more personal too. Like, obviously yeah. like in Avengers and stuff like that, like it was, you know, like the whole half of the world, like that's a big deal, but it's different when it's your family, and mm. you know, like more like Hawkeye's kind of stake in End Game and stuff like that, like showing how much that affected him, losing his whole family, exact kind of thing.
0: Okay, so should we list the things that are heating up? Sure. Okay. So here is everything that's heating up. I think I am counting how much I have. I think I have eight. Please uh, add more. Okay. If, you if I have anything, can think of it. Yeah so here's the th- here's like the people or villains or organizations that are like planning and plotting we have the alien hive mine
1: yep that we talked about. very interested in, in seeing how that plays out
0: it is fun
1: it's a a different kind of threat for sure
0: oh yeah um, we have to a lesser degree
1: lizard league yeah I was gonna mention that Yeah, and this I episode, mean, they do show dude gets his head blown off
0: yeah King lizard kills supreme lizard
1: yeah yeah just cold-blooded I,
0: I think i remember that part in the comics but Lizard league yeah they are small time but they do have they're they are part of a larger plot mm-hmm. um doc seismic yep angstrom levy and alternate mark yep that's like the big like highlight the other big highlight omni man is still out there
1: yeah that's a good point we have no yeah. idea where he is or what he's doing
0: well, you have no idea. Yeah.
1: The yeah.
0: Listeners who haven't read Invincible. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 exactly. I know but, exactly yeah. where he is. <laughs> you think you know exactly where he is?
0: I would be surprised <laughs> if they switched up on this part. Yeah. I, I would be surprised. They could. They could move him, but I would be surprised. Um, the other big one that I would just want to highlight and mention, and I will say they were in the trailer.
1: The Vulture Might Empire. Yeah, I do remember that in the trailer.
0: There was one Vulture Might and she, she was a very infamous Vulture Might for reasons that probably won't ha- that may or may not even happen in the show. And it won't happen until like season five, six, oh, seven. I, think I, know. I know what you're talking about now. I uh, don't say anything. You, you yeah, spoiled I, this part for me i'm sorry man no okay
1: <laughs> it was
0: it, it was like one of the biggest like comic controversies in a while yeah so but yeah uh, she's an infamous member i believe that's who was in the trailer
1: okay so well, i
0: mean that would be that would be something and the other two i forget his name uh i think i want to say brick but it's the mafia dude
1: oh The the guy that that Mark helped take over. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He's still out there. We haven't talked
0: about in the season, but he's still there. And the last one I want to say, and that's maybe everyone's favorite. He's on my comic book wall. I don't even know if you can see him.
1: Mm. Nope. I don't see him. on
0: He's on my wall. Battle beast.
1: Oh, yep. Yep. And
0: to be fair, he's one of the, he's one of the characters that, I'm told is going to be utilized a lot more in the comic because in the comic, in... we don't, we don't see him until like there's 140 ish issues. I think it's 140. We see him in the issue like one, one, four.
1: Is that the first time you see him in that, in the no, second time we see okay, him. So you do see him early on still like we did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's okay. season one he was very much like that. He comes back okay. in a glorious way. Like, okay. Glorious. Um, is there any more that I'm missing? I can't think of like the other villains.
1: Uh, It's been a little while. Like I said, it's been a while since I've watched the end one. I'm going to have to watch it again soon to recoup and and remember anything that might've slipped by. But I mean, I guess uh, like the actual guardians, well, you know, like potential guardian replacements and stuff, holding a grudge against Mark. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but like, Oh yeah. True. Dark wings assistant. You know he can't be the only one that has that. that Yep. Feeling uh, Uh, resentment.
0: We also got to mention the fish people too.
1: Yep. Yep. That I feel like I think they're I think they're good of the guardians.
0: Yeah, I. I think that's it. I don't remember anyone else that they teed up. Um, there Mm -hmm. is like the other one-off villains that do. I didn't want to list them individually, but there is like the one. Like I told you, like if we see a villain we usually see them again and we already have seen Mm -hmm. them in episode one. There is the magma dude in there. uh, He was like, one. he's the magma dude during the brick fight with battle beast along with the guy with the tentacle hands. Like we already seen them in episode one, but they were just kind of there. Yep. They come back and they all have grudges against invincible, Mm. but it's not, I wouldn't say they're heating up. They're kind of like the small bad guys. So like Rhino, if we're, Comparing to Spider-Man like he's mm. there, but he's just he's a guy
1: like they could definitely cause some damage, but ultimately not a huge threat.
0: Yeah, not a plot point to like, ooh, but we do have eight and that's. Before we go, I just want to highlight that like we have eight like different threats mm-hmm. that are circling Mark in this episode highlighted what half of it? Alien, yeah, quite a few Lizard League. Dock seismic, Angstrom, Levy, Levy, Levy.
1: Levy. <laughs> Is it wrong?
0: Um, alternate Mark. It, you can almost put that in its own thing
1: too. Yeah.
0: Um, but I think they go hand to I hand. Mean, you could put Darkwing on there. Yes, I know, like he does come back in the comic, but not in a big way. But that like you know you could, of. that I know of. But you could also <laughs> put them in here too. Like Darkwing could have his own like storyline. Hmm and like if i didn't know the comics i think darkwing would also be put in here so you have like five things that are heating up it. yeah all right anything yeah, no, else I... you, want, you want to say about uh, this
1: episode uh i don't think so i enjoyed it i'm excited for the next one i think the next one will be even better i think so
0: i i'm curious rather like i'm curious which Plot points are going out first because they're not doing it in order in the comics. Mm. So it's like I'm guessing each episode. I remember yep. um when this episode came out, I was waiting for Sapphire to get home. I like peeked ahead. She hates when I do this. <laughs> but I'm just like, I just want to know what this episode's
1: about. I'm like, Oh, it's the fish episode. It's the fish comic. You <laughs> did you didn't get that from the title of the episode?
0: I didn't see the title.
1: The title is like how I lost my virginity to a fish or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I feel like that kind of explains it.
0: It does. I didn't see the title right away. I just clicked and like paste through it. I was like, ah, it's the fish episode. And it's also the Darkwing episode. So I'm like, I was happy it, for it.
1: It's called in about six hours. I'll lose my virginity to a fish. That's yep. what the episode's called. I did.
0: I did see it like eventually. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, it was fun. Um, question, last question, we'll sign off. If you were Mark, near told you had in order to keep the peace between the Atlanteans and the earth and like the land dwellers, do you have sex with that fish?
1: Yeah, I think it's tough. I think it's it's a different question when you're talking about somebody that's like 18 <laughs> years old. Well, that's fair. And doesn't quite have like the priorities in the same place and stuff like that. Whereas if you're like a forty year old guy that's been doing this for a long time, and you're like, oh, I just gotta fuck a fish and save the world, like this is easy. I just you like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I got a girlfriend at home. Like, yeah. You, like, no, you you just gotta fight the kaiju, like. Ah, fuck, man. I don't know. It's where rather fuck the fish.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> it would have been easier.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that's it, Brandon. Thank you for coming on. It seems like we're going to do oh, each yes. episode. We have two left, and then we have a long break. I'm Yeah, I'm excited to, to see where
1: this goes. I, I don't... Curious to see how the mid-season is going to end. If it's going to give us some conclusion, or if it's just going to be a hardcore cliffhanger, and we're going to have to wait a year before it's... we really get anything good. From the reviews I'm seeing... And like with the
0: little bit i've read i didn't like spoil like do too spoil the about research from what i seem seen it seems like it's going to be more of a slower build up than it is just like immediately part one part two like i think they're taking their time this season but i okay. don't know that i do not know that for sure it i think angstrom levy is going to be the villain hmm but there's a chance that on the man that plot line kind of cuts into we'll see Okay, he's out there that's all i'm going to say filter my empire though does make an appearance and i think yeah i i I think i know that's going to go but we'll leave it at that all right thank you brandon thank you jake all right thank you everyone who's listening and we are out